Welcome back to the show, guys. I am thrilled for you to meet one of my good YouTube friends, Natalie Barbu, today. Natalie is a college YouTuber, even though she just graduated. And she started her own online clothing boutique called Shop Barbu. And she is one of the sweetest girls I know on YouTube. I know you all will love her as much as I do. Today, we're going to be talking about all things behind the scenes of owning an online boutique, being an influencer, and then going into being the shop owner that's hiring ambassadors, and also talking about comparison as an influencer and so much more. This is just a great conversation between two friends, and I hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Hannah Ashton Podcast, the show for dreamers and achievers and where women can learn how to create their own digital success that leads to a healthy and happy career. I'm your host, Hannah, a YouTuber, entrepreneur, public speaker, and college student, and I am so glad you're here. I can't wait to spill all my secrets and all my interviewees' tips with you all today. So let's get started. Hi, how are you? I am doing amazing, and it is so good to talk to you and, of course, see you today through the screen. We're not in person, guys, but It's yeah. been so long, seriously. <laughs> I know. Guys, we, you're like one of the first YouTube friends I actually met in person, like you and Steph, that trip to New York, BeautyCon, NYC, like 2015, 14? No, no. Yeah. No, yeah. You are one of my first... YouTube friends too and like we met at BeautyCon and like throwback to that I and know. You know, I love it and we've kept up with each other so it's been great it's been <laughs> yes and I am so excited for you guys she is not only an amazing influencer and YouTuber but she just launched her own online clothing boutique shop Barbu with her sister so we're gonna get into all of that today but first for people who don't follow your YouTube channel I'd love for you to tell them about your YouTube channel journey and just how it kind of morphed into now having a business. Yeah. Um, well, I actually started YouTube in high school just for fun. Like I was watching YouTube videos and one day it was raining outside and I was really bored and I literally was just like, Hey, might as well make a video. So that's how I started. It was super rough, really embarrassing. Like if you guys want to go watch it, it's there. It's so embarrassing. Um, and then from there, I just really liked the response I got. So I kept I was getting comments and I was getting interaction and I just never had experienced that before, like getting interaction from people I don't know on the internet. So I really liked just making the videos. So I started posting more often, but in high school it was very sporadic. It was like, Oh, like maybe I'll post, maybe I won't. It was very just like random. And then once I got to college, I realized that I missed doing YouTube because in high school I kind of took a break because people started finding out about my videos and then making fun of me and you know, high school is just rough in general so if you do anything that's a little out of the norm people are going to make fun of you yeah so yeah so I stopped doing that because I was embarrassed which is don't care what people think but I did and so I stopped doing that and then I started back up in college because I really missed it and I really loved it so from college freshman year to now I've been like serious about it I've had a posting schedule um, and I mainly do like lifestyle videos so I'll do makeup and fashion videos here and there but a lot of college advice videos day in my life week in my life um, like tips on how to be productive or things like that so that's kind of what my channels evolved to Right. And I know you've always kind of been into fashion, but you're actually an engineering major, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people are surprised whenever I say that I'm an engineering major. And I made a video on why I chose engineering and what exactly engineering is because so many people 
just were curious about like, what do you do as an engineering major? What are your classes like? Especially if they're thinking of going into that. So that's kind of, those videos started my like journey of becoming a college YouTuber, I guess I would say, because so many people watch me for college advice or just advice in that stage of life. I have a lot of people close to my age watching my videos. So from there, I've started giving way more like engineering tips or just college tips in general. But yeah, I have a whole video on why I chose that. But I just loved math growing up. And I was like, yeah, that engineering has to do with math. And so I kind of started from there. But I'm really happy that I did it because it's different. And it's definitely like challenging. So I like that I challenge myself in college. Yeah, that's awesome. It's definitely different. And I remember when you told me that, like, when we were in New York, I think we were mm-hmm. talking about college and stuff. And I was like, that is so cool. Like, she's so Thanks. smart. And <laughs> like, it just stepped up my like, love for you even more. Oh my I was like, gosh, so you're cool. so sweet. No, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so you just graduated this past spring. So congratulations, first off. Thank you. Thanks. And then this summer, I know you took a trip to LA and kind of had the real YouTube LA lifestyle. And then you launched your store a few days ago, which it was early August. So tell us like kind of what was your thought process? Did you want to have a store for maybe a while, but now that you're done with school, you're like, now it's the time to pursue this. Or did you just have the idea this summer? How has that journey been? So I actually had the idea to start a store for a really long time. I always wanted to start a business just in general, but I always wanted to have something related to fashion because even though I was an engineering major, I still loved fashion and needed to get like my dose of that, I guess. (laughs) Um, So I've always wanted to thought of starting my own online store because, or store in general. And now that everything is online, it just made sense to do it online. I never really wanted a brick and mortar store, which is like an actual physical location. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially with social media and stuff, I really wanted to run the social media. I wanted to run the marketing campaigns. I wanted to see the analytics. So that always attracted me of starting an, an online business. And so I had, I started actually working on it in I would say about April is when I was truly like, okay, I'm going to start working on this. It's going to happen. And I wanted to launch for back to school season. So this summer and end of senior year, I was really rolling the wheels of it and making sure that it was happening um, and just planning, like filing for a business, getting my tax ID, doing all of the business paperwork for it, looking for wholesalers to sell, um, and just making the website. And yeah, so this summer I really did a lot of that and was very hands-on with it. And then when I got back to North Carolina, I was able to take a ton of pictures, do some photo shoots um, with the actual clothing, which was a lot of fun too. The more like sexy, glamorous side of business. <laughs> exactly. Which in LA, I was doing more of the annoying paperwork, online business stuff and figuring out like a marketing plan or strategy. And then now when I'm in North Carolina, I'm able to actually be like more hands-on with it, but there's still so much like, okay, when am I going to promote this? How am I going to promote this? How are the email campaigns going to look? How is this going to look? There's so much behind the scenes, like feeling the bags that I'm shipping it in, getting all the materials for that. There's just so much behind the scenes that I would love to show one day yeah. once I kind of get in the, the hang of things. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's really interesting. Yeah. 
while you mentioned shipping and all of that fun stuff, this turned out so well. I just opened my package from you guys. Like, yeah, and it? it was so cute. I have the jacket sitting over there. Um, I'm going to pack it for New York tomorrow. I'm really excited in case. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so, so happy that you got it in time then for New York because that's my favorite city. So <laughs> I know, I know. This is so exciting. I, I saw the email this morning. It was like out for delivery and I was like, dang, they were fast. Hands like yeah. to you. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We're trying to make sure everything is fast, quick, on time. I'm trying to email customers and asking them if everything was okay with the process. Because as a new business, as you would know also, the beginning, you're learning a lot. Like the first week, you just are learning everything. Because now, yeah, I knew what I was going to do before. But once you actually start getting customers is when you start really knowing how it's going to work. So I've just been making sure it's been running smoothly because I don't want anyone to get into any issues or... Absolutely. So in case you guys are wondering, I got the corduroy jacket, super cute, but you have lots of different styles on your, on your, in your store. And your motto is NYC attitude with an LA soul. And so I wanted to know kind of what your inspiration was behind choosing select pieces. Is it your style? Is it a mixture of styles? Kind of how did that go about? Yeah. So I have always been big on travel and I've always gotten so many questions on how do you travel so much as a college student? Like, how do you afford to travel? And traveling has always been such a priority to me that I save my money to like spend it on experiences rather than things, which is funny because I am opening up an online store. But I do believe that when I, whenever I would go to new places, I just always saw like so many different styles, so many different people express themselves with their clothing so many ways compared to, oh, when I went to LA and when I went to New York, they were both expressing themselves through their clothing, but totally different styles. Like it was not the same at all, but I loved both. So I was always thinking whenever I went into shopping in LA or whenever I go shopping here in Charlotte, all the stores give me a similar vibe, but to each other, like to that location. So I really wanted to merge all the location styles into one store because as a person who loves seeing different parts, I would love to get all the things I love in one. Like you don't have to just be like punk rock, edgy New York, but you also don't have to be like a flowy bohemian LA vibes all the time. You can be both. Like I am both. Whenever people ask me to describe my style, I don't know what to say because I'm kind of a mix of everything. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I've been thinking about that a lot this past week as I pack for New York because New York is such like people, you'll see so many different types of styles from like mm-hmm. business wear to like just crop tops and mini skirts. Like you'll see everything. And you know, yeah, Charlotte may be similar to Tennessee where here the style is like very specific. Like I feel mm-hmm. like Southern style is very specific. And like, I have a lot of clothes that I get inspiration from like New York or LA. And I'm like, I don't feel comfortable wearing here. And so I'm packing all those things for New York, you know, where people really don't care as much because there's so many different styles going on. Um, so yeah, I totally get that. And I love that your store brings kind of it all together. So what is your favorite piece? If you can have a favorite piece or item from your, this first launch line. Yeah, no, I definitely do have some favorites. Um, I love the Eye of the Tiger jacket. I just think it's so cool. It has like a big tiger um, embroidered on the back with some sequin stars on the back. And it's like a really cool coral color. I just think it's really fun. And I've never seen anything like that in stores. And it's just such a conversation starter. Yeah, it's really unique. Yeah, I love, love that one. And then my second favorite would have to be the, the jacket that you got, actually, the Jet Set Corduroy. I'm a big jacket person and so I just love how cool it looks like it 
kind of has the look of a like of a bomber jacket but then also has the look of a denim like I don't know it's just super cool and I've never seen much like it so I'm obsessed with that one and the color is like a taupey color so I just I love it I love love the neutral colors yeah I have so many jackets on the store because that's my favorite thing to wear yes oh yay I'm so glad that I got one of your favorites yeah no you did (laughs) Okay, so you and I both have under 200,000 subscribers, but that hasn't stopped us from turning our platforms into a business, uh, you know, as well. But did the thought ever come across to you like, oh, I'm not big enough to have an online store. I don't have millions of subscribers. Like these YouTubers who have merch lines and books, you know, are so much bigger than me. Or were you kind of just confident? Like, I know I have an engaged following. I know they'll like what I put out if I believe in it. So how did you feel about that? I definitely was confident but also I did have those doubts because any new business you also would know that you're going to have doubts when you start it because it is a risk it's so scary to put yourself out there to start something from scratch and you think like oh like I'm not big enough yet or those thoughts do come to your mind like especially for my store because I have to buy the inventory first so I'm like wait what if no one wants it (laughs) Um, because yeah, I mean, there's, you compare yourself to people with a million subscribers or 700,000 subscribers and you're constantly in a world full of like numbers that matter, quote unquote, like it, (laughs) I mean, you're constantly comparing yourself. So I've just really, really tried to not compare myself to other YouTubers and not compare myself to any other influencers because I have such a connection with my subscribers and my followers. Like I love DMing them and I like responding to comments. And um, if I ever am in the same city, I'd love to meet up with them, you know? So I try to focus on that and be like, wait, no, those people support me. They follow me. They like my content. And I genuinely enjoy like talking to them, having them watch my videos. Like I make content for them. So that's not really fair for me to be like, Oh, well they don't matter because I don't have this many. So that's why I was pretty Yes, the doubts hit, but I was also very confident because I know that if I put something good out there, then people will go to it, you know? Yeah, of course. And so with that being said, did you feel like the success of your launch? Because you've had, you know, a few pieces close to selling out. So people are buying and enjoying. Did you feel like a big part of that success was having that engaged platform you've curated over the years, like your YouTube and your Instagram? Do you think that really helped with the success of the launch? Definitely. And also I have a few brand ambassadors that I picked and I had applications for brand ambassadors and I was not expecting to get like any applications back because, you know, like even if you see the number, you're like, oh, do they really watch my videos? Because being online could get lonely sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I had over like 550 applicants and I had to only pick like 22 brand ambassadors and they have been the most supportive people. Like I reached out to everyone that applied, even if they didn't get it, just to give them a discount code and say, thank you for applying. And just, they were all like, oh my gosh, we support you no matter what, like, thanks for reaching out. You know, so it was really, really sweet to me hearing that and also realizing that they are so supportive of the store. So that was definitely awesome. And like the brand ambassadors were the first people to buy things, you know, so it was just nice having, seeing those names pop up on like customers who bought orders and then recognizing them like that was really just so so cool 
Yeah, that's awesome. Like you started your business with ambassadors and influencers because I feel like a lot of businesses are now starting to add that attribute, but you Mm -hmm. being an influencer, you're like, I know this works. And I know if people have a following and they share something that they like, that their followers are going to trust them. But what I would love to know is what are some differences you've felt between being an ambassador and an influencer for brands and now hiring ambassadors and being the boss? (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, it's definitely cool seeing both sides because I knew being an influencer what I did and didn't want as for my store and so for the brand ambassador program I had I didn't I'm not requiring them to post at all so I don't want them to be required to post because I know that if they don't genuinely like it or believe in it they're not going to want to just post some fake photo you know like oh I love this but they don't really like it. So I just wanted to choose people that genuinely believed in the store and liked it because as an influencer, I'm not gonna, I don't like being forced to do anything really, you know, like I want to be very genuine to my followers. So if they get a piece and they end up not liking them, not liking it, I don't want them to be like, oh, well, I have to take a picture in this. So I want it to be very, very organic because that is what I love working with companies who let me have creative control and who let me like share my ideas. So I'm not forcing anything on them. I'm giving them a discount code to share with their followers if they like it, you know, but nothing's forced, which is and everything I want to be very, very organic, which is, I feel like the best way. And I like working with companies like that. Absolutely. I feel the same way. When I started like my YouTube channel and I started working with companies, they would send me a product and I felt like I had to post about mm-hmm. it because I was like, oh, I got it for free. So I have to post. And now exactly. I make sure to preface it with, yes, I'd love to, to try out your product, but I want to let you know now that if I don't feel good about it in a few weeks, then I can't guarantee a post. And it, that was such a big learning experience for me. I was like, wait, I don't have to post if I don't like it. And that sounds mm-hmm. so awful, but it was true. And so I love how you're teaching, you know, these starting ambassadors, starting influencers that only post when you love it. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. And again, it just makes your content so much more genuine if people can see when you really like a product. Like people can see if you're just posing with something just because it was free or paid. So I just don't want that at all. I want them to genuinely, genuinely like it. I love that. So... So I know this is like your business, but you also have your sisters a part of it. So what roles do they play in Team Barboo or Barboo so, Dolls? That's yeah, it. Barboo Dolls. <laughs> a subscriber actually came up with that, which is funny. The Barboo Dolls. So yeah, I love that's it. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so I am technically the founder and the owner of it, but my sisters have been a huge influence on me and just fashion and my just the way I like we have such an influence on each other like we're so similar so I really wanted this to be a sister thing where they're helping me out and just a family thing in general so they've been great with like helping me pick out pieces helping me ship out the products being there for me when I'm setting up the office and thinking of Instagram captions and if they have to help me out with like marketing or anything like that they were there they're there for me so I really love that this is a sister community and family business just because it's way more fun that way and just growing up together we're so similar so just our vision is the same so it's not like we're arguing with business partners because we have different visions versus if I did this with a friend yeah that's so nice because I feel like that's a big part of you know starting a business is you want to do everything yourself because it's your baby and you want to you know be the one who picks every item and be in charge, but that's awesome. Like you've already had help and you already, you know, can trust, have people you trust with 
this new growing baby of yours. Exactly. And it's also a huge thing because I feel like when starting a business, you're, it is your baby. So you're scared to kind of hand it off to anyone else or let anyone else take any control or have any input because if they mess up, then that looks bad on you. But having sisters that you trust and family that you trust and that are so supportive is so helpful already because I know I couldn't do this on my own. It's really hard to start something like this from scratch. So it's just nice having help from the beginning and having them be actual family. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'd love to talk about the launch since that happened recently when we're recording this. So I know you had a launch party the night before. I'd love to hear about your vision behind that and how that went through and then the actual like launch at midnight and the following day. Yeah. So I had the launch here in Charlotte, North Carolina, because that's where I'm from. That's where I live. I was in LA for a summer, but I live in Charlotte and I went to a ton of events in LA. And just whenever I go to LA, I'm always, I always go to like companies events that they throw for influencers, just if they have a new product or anything that they kind of want publicity for, basically they'll throw an event and LA has full of influencers. So (laughs) there's always tons of people there and they always make it super cute and Instagrammable. So I got a lot of inspiration from going to those. So I saw what worked at those events and what I liked and I tried replicating it to those things that I went to in LA because I feel like in North Carolina, it's small town vibe. Like yes, Charlotte's a growing city, but you understand being from Tennessee, like it is still a small area. It's no New York. It's no LA. It's no Miami. So I really wanted to bring that environment to Charlotte. So I rented out a really cute like bohemian Airbnb and I just had the event there and I invited all my subscribers were invited to come because I know I have a ton in North Carolina. I invited family, friends, and I had like cute a donut wall and like a bunch of cute Instagrammable food and cookies with the name on it like the Barbie dolls on it and I just made it in like the balloon letters so I just really wanted to give that like LA vibe to North Carolina because I feel like it's something that we don't have here so it was nice inviting yeah so it was nice inviting also it got subscribers and family and friends and getting to meet people that I may have seen their name on like a comment or Instagram post or something like that but like meeting them in person so it was really, really cool having them be a part of it, um, especially seeing everything before it's actually live online. Yeah, for sure. And guys, I was like planning to go when I saw her announce this and then she put the date and it was the exact day and as my event in Knoxville. And so I was like, no, like great minds think alike. Just August 4th was the day. I know. (laughs) Well, it's a good luck day. It's a day of luck. So we're both good. (laughs) We're both good. We're doing good. You know, the walls didn't come crashing down. We're both alive and everything went good. Well, good. And then how was um, like the launch? Did you stay up till midnight that night waiting for it to go live and all of that? Definitely. I wanted to stay up till midnight, especially in case anything went wrong. I didn't want like the websites to crash (laughs) and then me be sleeping. Um, And also I wanted to see like how many people were online so I could see um, on the website, how many live users there were and like where they were coming from um, on the back end of the website. And so I saw like, at midnight, the numbers kept rising to like 20, 25, 35, 50. Like it was just crazy. So that was really cool seeing where everyone was from and somewhere in Europe, some mostly the United States, somewhere in South America, you know, so it was just crazy seeing that people stayed up and wanted to, or stayed up or whatever happened to be on at that time. And that was just so cool. And it went really, really smoothly. So that was the most important part that like the website, that everything was fine, good with the website. 
Yeah, that's a big one. I know that's like a huge stress with so many people, especially what like web-based businesses, like something crashing. And a website's not like a YouTube channel because like if YouTube crashes, that's their fault. But like a website is your you own it and through a hosting company. So it's just exactly exactly. It was really stressful if like anything did happen. Like I don't know what I would do. So (laughs) well, we're good. But you've made it past the launch. We're good. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So what has been the most fulfilling thing so far with Shop Barbu? Um, I guess just seeing it come to life because this is something that I've wanted for so long. I've always dreamed of having my own business and having my own store and the fact that it's here and like going up to my office and seeing the actual clothes that I'm shipping out, printing the labels, going to the post office, shipping them, and then seeing the response from people that are buying it. So I've already gotten pictures of people wearing it. Like even you telling me that it came in the mail, like that's just crazy to me that my you're shopping from my store. You know, that's just, I never would have thought I would say those words. Like it might've been a dream of mine, but I never thought it would actually happen. So just seeing the response and actually seeing it come to life and clicking on the website and seeing that those products are real. That's actually (laughs) real. Like that's, it's just so surreal to me. I bet. Yeah, that sounds, that's amazing. And I'm so proud of you. Just so excited when I saw your announcement. So for this next chapter of your life, it's now after college and are you, are you working for like a corporation? Like what's, what are your, what are your plans for this coming year? Yeah. So I am still doing YouTube. A lot of people are like, oh, now that you're like working or done with school, are you going to still do YouTube? hundred percent. Yes. I'm so excited to bring post-grad videos to your screens. That'll be so exciting for me. So, because I know when I was in college, I was always looking for post-grad videos or even how to start your own business videos. And there's really not a lot out there. There's very like PowerPoint type videos, mm-hmm. but not really like day in the life videos or things that actually give you a glimpse of your post-grad life. So I'm really excited to start yeah. putting that out there. Um, and I do actually have a corporate job. So I have a job with a consulting company and I'll be starting that in September. And again, it's really nice that I have my sisters to help me out with the store as well and like my family. So I'll still be doing the store and the corporate job and YouTube and just working really hard on nights and weekends. (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm so excited to see those vlogs and to see like how you're working a corporate job, running a business, like being long distance with your boyfriend. Like I'm just so excited to see like follow up with your wife. Yeah, I'm excited to for this next chapter because yeah, I have no idea what it's gonna be like, you know. So I know I'm just gonna stay busy, and I like being busy though, so that doesn't really scare me. I'm definitely a person that needs to be busy. I have to be doing something at all times. Yeah, me and you are both like that. So (laughs) we're just very go go go, which I think is a really good thing. And sometimes we have to kind of remind ourselves to okay, wait, we can relax. It's fine. It's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to do these last like two weeks, week and a half before I go to school. Cause I know I'm going to be crazy busy like that first month. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like relax and take things in. And especially since like the events over, just, just being with my family and friends and be like, it's okay if I don't get that Instagram post up today. <laughs> exactly. And you know, you're going to college, you're starting a new chapter too. So this is a really big year for you. So yeah, definitely <laughs> soak it all in at home. Like hang out with your family and yeah, it goes by really quickly. So it goes, 
you. Yes. So my last question for you is what is, what has been your biggest piece of motivation you've ever received or like a motivational quote that comes to mind, whichever comes to mind first. Um, so I have a Bible verse that I basically live by and it's, um, commit to the Lord and all that you do and your plans will succeed. And that is definitely one of my favorites just because in everything I do that I want to just keep my eye on God, keep my eye in my faith and know that if his hand is on it, it's going to do fine. Whether it goes my way or not, it's still going to do fine. So that's just what I've been trying to remember because again, in life, in business, in anything, things can go wrong. So it's just good to always keep your eye on your faith, keep your eye on God, whatever that is, and just know that it's going to do fine if you do that. Yes. I love that. Got to remind myself that sometimes too. Sometimes it's hard because you're like, oh, this is mine. I'm doing something wrong or I want it to grow or whatever, but it's got to keep your faith and remember that it will all work out the way it's supposed to if you do. Yeah. That's so good. So, so, so good. Well, thank you so much, Natalie, for being on the show. I was, I was so excited, like driving home today. I was like, I cannot wait to talk to her. About oh, I'm all of so this. happy okay. that you asked. Yeah. No, thank you so much, Hannah. Okay. Well, thank you so much again. And I will have all of her links and her store link to shopbarboo.com in the show notes on hannahashton.com guys. So make sure to check her out, subscribe to her YouTube channel, all that jazz. And yes. Yay. Yay, thank you so much. I loved being on it. (laughs) Don't you guys just love Natalie? There were so many good tidbits in this episode, but I just wanted to point out a few main takeaways that you guys can start applying to your lives, whether you're an influencer or not. So if you are an influencer, we talked about really treasuring your followers because I find online it's easy to get swept up into the more, more, more mentality. Oh, I have to reach a thousand. I have to reach 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 you know, and whether it's on Instagram or YouTube or wherever. And Natalie really talked about how she loves her followers and really trusts them and they trust her in return, which is something that the number will never matter if they don't trust you. So make sure to really treasure your followers that you have and don't always be striving for more. Another takeaway, I loved this in our conversation. We talked about posting out of genuine genuineness. Um, like I said, I used to think that because a brand sent me something, I had to post about it. That was just like what you did. And then I started learning, wait, I know what I'm worth and what my followers are worth. And if I don't like a product, I don't have to post about it. So that's the rule I go by now. And lastly, it is a-okay to ask for help when trying to start something new or what maybe you've been doing something for a while and you're in a, you're stuck and you don't know where to take it next, just make sure to find people you can trust. Like Natalie said, she trusts her sisters and her family. And so she had great help starting out, which probably saved a lot of nights of crying and stress for her. Not saying that she maybe didn't have those, who knows? There's a lot of things that go into having a business, but her team of her amazing sisters probably helped save her some of that stress, which is totally worth it, especially in the beginning stages. So I wanna hear what your takeaways are. Make sure to share them with Natalie and I. I know she would love if you guys tagged her um, in screenshots of you listening. And I will see you guys, talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Now, I want to know your thoughts. 
post a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your Instagram story and tag me. We can then have a fun DM chat about all things business, social media, life, and honestly, whatever else. Let me know what you want to see more of in this podcast and what you already love about it in an iTunes review, and I will catch y'all next time. Just remember to dream, believe, and achieve. Bye.